This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Are you guys all that impressed with money anyway? I mean, people who do anything for money, I have never been that impressed with money. Me and Shania Twain, we go, you that, and that don't <laughs> yeah, impress yeah. us much. I love her. I love her. She's terrific. She was just here in the city. Oh, she was? Uh, yeah, performing, and her boot game was strong. She's terrific. <laughs> that leather jacket don't impress me much. Bitch, I saved all summer for See? this. See? I just laugh. There's all these videos that they made of Brad Pitt living his life. So you think you're Brad Pitt. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I yeah. never... Did anything to you that well, don't see? impress me much? That <laughs> oh song's good. I was going to do more of these, but there are, are about fifty of them, so I guess I won't be doing all of these. No, I I just thought it was an interesting concept. No, it that is. We're, it court, is. we're at the point of quarter life crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, crisis. Okay. Well, yeah, we're not going through any crises right now. We're just kind of. I had a nice talk. I got a call last night from Dan Seaman, who was is he the like general manager of all Hubbard. The, Broadcast. The amount of nervousness I get around Dan Steven really is unfathomable. Oh yeah, you got to park that. He's the best. I know he's yeah. the best. I've only had positive experience with him, but he reminds me of an officer in the military because he's so k- cool and chill, and he's yeah. like secretly running everything. Mm-hmm. And I have this like spastic energy around him and i have to be like be normal Brittany. be normal oh i just no just have that and then i don't have to do anything for balance that's perfect so that'll work out really really like, well and again he's been nothing but nice to me ever and right you know but i just know he like runs things and i my fear is like he'll realize i'm an idiot and fire me <laughs> i don't really see dan screwing people over i've no, known him for years no. now I don't, he's not like that. No, I'll tell you a story off air about Dan that is one of the. He, speaking of GMs, uh, I've never been screwed over by a small market GM or Dan Seaman. Yeah, that's it. L- large market, large oh, market GMs oh, are the worst sons of bitches to work for. Of they, all time, they are. Except for Dan. Dan's yep. the only one who has ever been incredibly fair and overly giving when it comes to certain situations. No, absolutely. I love him and I love working for him. And he's Mister. He's really into. Um, doing charitable events. Yeah, he is. And I've seen right. him at those events, so I've even seen him before, you know, at these things that, you know, I volunteer at before he, I even was one of his employees. So I have this like I think he's so cool and I'm he's I have such bad uh imposter syndrome where I go, "Oh god, he's going to see right through mm-hmm. what a ridiculous person I am." We all see that though. Okay, good. So there's a balance there. Okay, so good. That's good. No, I got to be honest with you. Now, Mark Steinmetz, I got to give him some credit. He just got out of the way and let Hamilton and me do what we did. Yeah. So I really appreciated that about him. He made us a lot of money by getting out of the way. Can I ask a question? How close are we to breaks? So if you're like, all right. Um, we got minutes. What, who did you replace on the queue before you came in? You mean in 1986? Yeah. Uh, Steve Shannon. And it was Mark Seeger was the name he was using at the time. And it was a morning show as well, obviously. It was a morning show, yeah. And did you know him? Yeah, I worked with him at KSTP, as a matter of fact. And so he was Steve Shannon at KSTP. When he left, was he mad about that? I don't know. I, I have never talked to him since. I tried to reach out to him, but I never heard back from him. So I suppose, you, yeah, you're going to take some. Yeah. Because it's so interesting <clears throat> in radio. I mean, this is not, uh, podcasting is, is not does not hold true for this, but it feels like you always have to replace somebody, and they always set it up, management, in, like, a dog-eat-dog world. It's just mm-hmm. so rare 
people leave and go, I had a really great run. Good luck taking over the reins. Like, it feels like you're always accused of stealing people's jobs. Yeah, or taking, I, well. And it's like there's only so many hours in a day in a radio station. Well, I told you. I think I brought this up yesterday. Somebody sent me a text message. And I don't know where they even found it. I have no idea. But there was a story on how I fired John Lastman. It's like, no, where do you come up with this stuff that I fired John Lastman? John Lastman and I are still friends. I'm his only friend, for Christ's sake. Everybody else hates his guts. Yeah. You know. I know. Oh, she goes, yes, I yeah, know. That's true. That's really nice. My first tattoo, I'm going to get live, laugh, Lesbo, <laughs> and I'm coming for you, Lastman. Yes, I'm coming for you, Lastman. <laughs> I actually saw him at your retirement party. I don't have anything. No. He He was just hard to... He, I understand. He was hard to work under. That's all. I understand that. Lassie can have some interesting <laughs> things in the, going on. But, but I look... Anybody who could nail the chucker the way he did, Agreed. I will admire forever. And I can't take that away from him because oh, God, I have so good. many people that come up to me and talk about the chucker, and I can never take that from him. I mean, I can never, you know, dismiss that that was very funny. My stepdad, when we were in Florida, was like, you can't deny the chucker was funny. And we were like, you know, putting around and hanging out. And I was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. God damn uh, no, look, a brilliant line. Well, the guy's name was, his name was like Willie... Willie or Billy Williams. Yeah. I think it was Billy Williams. <laughs> and the jugger. Now, uh, what's your name again? It's not a very good impression, I understand. It's not bad. And he goes, my name is uh, Billy Williams. Billy Williams. He goes, Billy Williams? Stop with all that Ryman Simon stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's funny. It's I'm funny. And well, yeah, Lassie. He's been cat, man. And a part of me, because I saw him again at your party in in. in Kind of cracks me up because he's just so ridiculous. He uses that voice. Oh yeah, everywhere. Oh yeah. You'll get, he's gotten his share of free drinks from it. And again, I think there's something in me, especially after having a kiddo. The people that I used to be like, oh, I go, you know what? But the there's hell. something pretty amusing. About well, them. good. I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah. They would. That was. Yeah. Apparently, he. So he sent me these text messages. Apparently, I fired pretty much everybody off the KQ Morning Show. I know, that's how I got left. Nobody worked for me. How could I fire someone who didn't work for me? Oh. And I set it up at the beginning, I don't want to be anybody's boss. I don't want to be a program director. I don't want anything to do with that stuff. And I still got blamed for them getting fired. Well, it's such a weird world. <laughs> I got blamed for people being fired yeah, when you I did. wasn't even working there. That's right, you didn't and even I work. <laughs> never managed a person in my life. Like, I love that. I was in charge of burning the coffee Right. Um, making sure, you know, the listeners were belligerent when they called and yes. end of list. And I somehow had Works a lot of power. You did. Yeah. You, someone, you, you abused your power. They call me the puppet master. <laughs> puppet master, Brit, Brit. Yes, no question. All right, well, we do have to take a break. Oh, my God, this show is flying by. I'm serious. When that first hour goes a bit long, it just flies by after that. Let's go, girls. Girls? Really? I'm just in a Shania Twain mood now. There you are. There's no question. All right, we'll take a break. Be right back. A couple seconds. Chris Eggert will join us right after this.
Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge. Enjoy sunset from the water, entertain the kids, and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lakes in a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. With locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud, and hundreds of Benningtons in stock across all locations, the Power Lodge is your destination before you hit the lakes this summer and cruise at sunset. Fun begins at the Lodge, the Twin Cities newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Get some throttle therapy on land and water, millermarine.com and powerlodge.com, and you can tell them Tommy sent This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. If you've been listening, you know I'm a fan of Nissan vehicles. I own an Altima. My son and daughter-in-law both own Nissans, and we bought them all at Walzer Nissan stores here in the metro. They hang their hats in Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. So why is Walzer different than other Nissan stores? And why should you absolutely go there this month? Tell them I personally sent you to lease or buy your next vehicle. First, there's Walzer Care, a complimentary powertrain warranty that will keep you covered for miles to come for free at Walzer Nissan. This month, you can score 0% financing for up to 60 months on select Nissans, or you can lease the 2023 Nissan Pathfinder S for only $269 a month. You'll need to tell them you want the Tommy B deal, of course. That's understood. So, not just Nissan, but Walzer Nissan, Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. Don't forget to let them know the Tom Bernard family sent you and ask for the Tommy B deal. Go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Two sixty nine per month for twenty four months. Ten thousand miles per year. Fifty nine hundred do it signing. Vin PC two six one seven two five. Do you ever Google yourself? Are you happy with what you find, or is it cringy? Are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team? How do you feel when you Google your own place? What do you see? A non updated social media page you don't even remember making? Ads for your competitors? An old school website with outdated information? Hubbard Interactive can help. They can do it all for your business. They're a Google Premier Partner, so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They can build a 21st century website for you that communicates all the right things all the best ways. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp. Plus social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. 
HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Right there, ladies and gentlemen. So what, so... Chris Eggert's causing problems yet again. Is that the ticket? Yeah. You guys know he's the rogue reporter in town. I'm so glad we're finally all going against him. I've been fighting with him all week. You have. I'm exhausted from fighting Mm -hmm. with Chris Eggert, so I'm glad I finally have your guys' back. You finally got rid of me. You wiped him off the face of the earth. Eggert, you're the worst. Eggert, you're the worst. I love it. God, who was it that used to do that? Wheeler. Uh, Wheeler, you're the worst. Oh, that's right. I was doing it to him. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mark Wheeler. I, went, he, I think he moved to Texas. Marky e. Wheeler was a, what a wonderful guy he was. Worked with him at Capitol Records. Hell of a good Mark Wheeler. Wheeler. So uh, we're, what do we, oh, no, there he is. He just popped up now. He's moving his noggin so I can see that. He's moving his noggin. Okay. Oh, he's got a big fake (laughs) smile on his face, so that's nice. Unfortunately, the way we're set up, I can't test this before we go on, so I guess we're just going to roll the dice. Let's hear it. Uh, Hello, hello, hi, it's Chris. You guys hear me okay? Well, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, the way he sounded a minute ago, it sounded like he was calling in from Deep Space Nine. <laughs> Two guys who can do that. That's not good. That's not a good sign that we can both pretend we're underwater. That's not a great sign. No, for us. it really isn't. It's very childish and infantile. Yeah, grow up, you guys. Chris Eggert, how oh, you know that's I've been. I did a speech on Monday night, and I did uh, a meeting yesterday with. Uh, a possible advertiser who's a very, very nice guy. I, want, I don't want to say who it is yet, but, but he's going to advertise on the show. So basically for the last three days, all I hear about is how wonderful all of you are. Oh, you know, you got Rudy and you got Brittany, and then Chris Eggert's phenomenal. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Your pictures looked fun from that event. I saw it on Facebook. It, it, you looked... It was good. It was nice to see you with the kids, and it looked oh, like the great. crowd was engaged. And They were terrific. There about a couple hundred people there, something like that, and three 18-year-olds who had gotten scholarships to college because they worked their ass off. And they were one, I even sang for them a little bit. I told some jokes. What would you sing? You sing? Chances are by, by uh, your boy. I actually saw him live at the Kravis Center down in uh, Florida over the uh, – you talk, I'm talking about Johnny Mathis. You know, oh. chance of Johnny Mathis. <laughs> this guy's 85 years old or something. He's wandering around the stage, belting out tunes. It was very impressive. That's actually. awesome. Yeah, so we did a little bit of Chances Are just for the hell of it, and then we told some jokes, and then we made fun of people. You know, attack people mercilessly. Of course. Mm-hmm. And then he yeah. followed it up with some Cardi B right after well, that. Cardi B, yeah, yeah, there's no question. That, that's easy to do because all you have to do is talk. Okay. Does she talk or sing? Oh, I like Cardi B. I don't know is what she, she does, but I'm oh, into it. Oh, you don't know it. what she is? I don't know what we classify her, but I'm Look, far too into it. Rappers, uh, give it up, rappers. You're never going to beat the greatest line ever from the very first rap song. Anyway, Rapper's Delight did a song, and he was bitching about his dinner, and he says in the song, and the chicken tastes like wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to beat that lyric. That's I mean, a great lyric, right? I'm there. in such a Shania Twain mood today. Now you are, man. You're all Shania Twain. I know. Now. I don't know why, but I like it. Um, she's good. She's very. She's talented. great. She uh, is, Chris, we had a meeting of the cul-de-sacs last yeah. night, and the we're meeting of the cul-de-sacs. Me and Priscilla uh, are willing to have a truce with you. We're we're sick of fighting, so 
we're not going to come at you anymore. It's good for ratings, so don't stop. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know that I'm ready to let this go yet. <laughs> the derpy comment, is that it? Derpy. Yeah. All right, it's my job to introduce everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, I'm Tom. Brittany's with us. Rudy's with us. And, of course, Brittany's little biatch is with us. That's what, at least that's what it says in the, in the frame of your picture. Oh. oh, he brought it up big now. Rudy just put it up. He blew up the size by like five times. Brittany's oh, little biatch. Oh, it was so funny. So um, they were, Rudy makes all these videos of our show, and one of them was, uh, you know, me and Chris fighting, and mm-hmm. McKenna, the 15-year-old who was, was like, I want to watch it. So we were, she was watching it. And she goes, did Tom just call you a disaster? <laughs> she was very <laughs> hung up on that. She's like, that's so rude. I go, no, 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 no. You don't it's, get it, lady. It's very no- – she's 15 and very worried for me. She's oh, one of my ride 15. or dies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never she, mind. Yeah. So she just had a moment of very, like, sensitive for me. <laughs> and I go, don't worry. It's a compliment. And she was like uh, – she goes, oh. She was so heartbroken. That her, you know, it was just so funny. I'd go, no, no, I promise you, McKenna. Tell her, McKenna, if I call her an effing disaster, then that's serious. That's, yeah. That's totally different. Or you love me more. I don't know. Or I love you even more. That's right. It's fine, though, McKenna. We're all going to make it. So, yeah, Chris, I've been, last few days I've been sitting through person after person after person after person telling me how wonderful you all are. So I'm sick of all of you. I'm sure I can see that perspective. (laughs) I would... (laughs) He's got I, his I serious can, news face on right now, too. I, I, I understand that perspective, Tom. <laughs> That's really good. Professional. Thank you. He's working Thank that you. camera. I have, a, I have a job shadow with me today. Um, and uh, I was like, you know. Where are I'm they? To, like, give her the, she's not in here right now because I've got her up in the control room. But, um, you know, of course, I want to be a professional for her. I want sure. to guide her. Sure. And, uh, you know, if this is something she's thinking about doing, then I want her to do it. But I also try to be pretty realistic about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, after she sat there and watched the news for an hour and a half straight and I could tell she was kind of bored with it. I'm like, yeah, it's there's a it's monotonous. That's for sure. But <laughs> Boy, that'll reel her right in. Well, like I said, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to paint it as to something it's not. No, I, I mean, agree you with know, you. There's there there's a certain monotony to uh, definitely the newscast. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of trying to explain that to her. So what does she want to do specifically? I don't think she knows yet. She's um, a business student, uh, but going to take some journalism. She's in high school, so she's, uh, she's going to be a senior next year. She's ambitious. And, yeah, and going to take. Um, some journalism classes next year. So she just wanted to see what it's all about. So well, I just I, got a text message from one of my friends wanting to know, um, ask Chris, because Tom, whenever I ask you about radio, you tell me how horrible most people are in radio. So are most people in television horrible or are they nice? No, there's only a few horrible ones. There are just a few, though, but there are horrible ones. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I just wanted yeah. to make sure. I mean... Yeah, unfortunately, yes. But I would say a majority of people are decent people. In TV, do you have to go, you know, on radio, the big thing they pushed when we were in school is you have to go to a small market first. Do they say that in TV as well? I mean, it's just a matter of who's going to hire you. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, right. uh, it's the small. And I was actually explaining that to the job shower today. Um, nice young lady named Cece. Um I was explaining to her that, like, you know, you don't start out in a city like this. You've got to, you know, you've got to go and learn how to do it someplace else, you know, in a smaller town. And 
But I think a lot of that's all economics, right? Like they're just yeah. looking for for the most affordable people and kids coming right out of college are those people. So yeah, so we definitely do the bounce around the small town thing. And TV, then do you have to watch yourself? Like, do you have to physically watch your clips that you make or can you get away with not having to watch too much of yourself? I, well, I, I can't speak for everybody else, but I hate to watch. I hate to watch it. Like I cringe. Really? I just don't like, I don't like, seeing it i don't but we do have to we have consultants that come in every several months and we'll like go over air checks with us and kind of like point out things and you know helpful hints so that at that point i have to watch it but i don't i i you're supposed to though oh it sounds terrible you're supposed to, to self-critique and i just yeah I don't like it. I do that you by guys? showing up every day. As a matter of fact, I critique myself by showing up every single day. He also critiques others, fun fact. All of you. Everybody. Everybody sucks. I'm a great critic of others. but Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. There you go. Brittany, haven't you ever sat down in an air check with a program director before? Yeah. That, oh, okay. I, uh, but not in a long time. I don't even think yeah. they have do it anymore. I was no. uh, Reed was the one who constantly Reed Underling? Me. Yes. He was Underling. Well, oh, you don't know that story? Yeah, no, I know. Oh, God, I love that story um, so much. Yeah, he he used to air check us all the time. It was very painful, but I don't think I would ever be able to do it with video. I think that would kill me. I can't do the show anymore because I just thought of Reed. Reed. Oh, uh, God. Do you, you ever know Reed Endersby at all, Chris? you ever meet him? Nicest guy in the world worked at the queue with us in the day. What's he doing now? I don't even know what he's doing. We ran into him not that long yeah, ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was, uh, he was over at the Good Day Cafe. Yeah, he is. Uh, I know he was working for like Versace or he was doing like some sort of high end coach bags or uh, something. Louis like that. Vuitton. Louis Vuitton, that's what it was. Yeah, really? I, yeah, I run into him every now and again. Yeah. Talk about guys like we were just talking about the three quarter life crisis. Not that Reed had a midlife crisis, but he pivoted hard. Very, very hard. If you see Reed now, he does not look like the guy that he did 10 years ago when he was working with but him. He's so cool. He's like best. he was cool like, what then, do you, what and do you he, mean was... he doesn't look like what. What happened? Well, he pivoted from like t-shirts and chill wear. Oh, to, I like, see. Just the way he dresses. And yeah, uh, he really stepped up his game, but he's always like just omits coolness. Yeah, yeah, he does. You're right. So, Chris, what we're talking about uh, when Disney bought KQRS back in the day, right? yeah. they all came to town. The president came to town to meet everybody, and. I knew I didn't like him right away because he walked up to Steiny, our general manager, puts his arm around his shoulder in front of everybody else. He goes, uh, Mark, let me take you behind the wall and show you the corporate secrets. It's like, shut up, you pain in the ass. I've had men offer to take me behind the yeah. wall. And I'm always <laughs> yeah. I'll very reluctant I'll show you a secret. secret. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm all right. I actually like the wall. Like we brought up earlier, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Yeah, that's but right. 20 exactly. bucks is 20 bucks. So we're standing there, and now Steiny is being told he's going to be taken behind the wall and learn all the corporate secrets and blah, blah, blah. So he starts introducing around the room, and apparently he did not remember Reed's last name very well. I don't know how you wouldn't prepare for that if you're going to introduce the room. Wouldn't you make sure you knew everybody's name? Even if you never met him before. I just do the first name. If you're nervous about a last name, just do the first name. So his name is Reed Endersby. That's his real name. And they're going around the room. Steiny's going around the room. And he goes, uh, so I'd like you to meet. This is Tom. And this is John Lastman. Uh, this is Reed Underling. 
<laughs> Reed. Now, wouldn't you just assume that nobody's last name is Underling? Yeah. Wow. Freudian <laughs> slip there or what? I know, that's rough. I thought that was, one is the, so rough. The look on Reed's face. He looked at me like Bernard for Christ's sake. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Reed Underling. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, other than that, though. Anyway, moving on with the with the news and the weather and all the other good stuff. It's gonna right? be hot, 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 hot. But that's a good hot. thing, isn't it? Yeah, like a complete Memorial Day weekend with nice weather. I have a question Think about for the you. Last time that happened. I have a question for you. Yeah. This whole the uh, the air is poison thing that we were going through yesterday is that the same as no mo may is another pile of bullshit? <laughs> no mo may. I tried that. <laughs> No uh, I think no my moment. neighbor was like, no, nah, I'm not really into your no moment. <laughs> the dandelions are like 10 feet tall. So I, I that's, but it's such a, it's uh, whatever. I, I'm sure it's for the right reasons. Yeah, me too. He said no more, no moment. No mo, mo, mo. But yeah, so uh, the, what was supposed to be the ozone or something? It all sank down on us. And we're all going to die or what was that? Well, yesterday there was a, a an air quality advisory, I think. I didn't really notice that. The, I don't. I didn't either. I think the wind picked up more than what they were expecting yesterday. Mm-hmm. So the uh, air didn't get as, as stagnant as I think what they thought it was going to do. But we. And by pre- they, I mean the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency. Right. But we predicted on this show, during the show, that it wasn't going to happen. And as far as I could see, it didn't happen, did it? Yeah, and I, I I didn't see it. I was I out of the track meet for what felt like ninety hours yesterday. So how did your daughter do? Uh, she's assume- good. She made she made the finals in the uh, shot put and discus yeah. track meet for a sophomore. That's Pretty awesome. Good. Yeah. Did you say shot put? Yeah. Did you ever do that? No, I tried discus, but I couldn't. It takes coordination, and I never had that. Shot put is not easy to do. People just, oh, you go spin around in a circle and you let it go. No, it's a lot harder than it looks. Oh, for sure. It really um, is. Because I've got my older one, my guy who's a senior, kid's like 6'6", six, six, 270. Like he's a muscle. <laughs> like he's a big a pile of muscle with giant legs. and Sure. And he does not throw shot as well as he should for having a body that size, Mm -hmm. which just makes the point. Like it doesn't, it's, it's very hard to be able to do it. And it's not just a brute strength thing, which I think a lot of people think there's so much technique involved in it. Yeah. It's amazing watching somebody do that. Cause they used to have great shot putters over at the university of Minnesota and I would hang around with them. They would put the shot and then we'd go drink. It was unbelievable. <laughs> my part was putting the shot in the glass, not uh-huh. putting the shot anywhere Ayo. else. Ah! Take that. By the way, that's a lie because I never used to drink whiskey. You don't want me drinking whiskey. And not he, a good I idea. heard that. And you oh. go straight from the bottle. You said, screw the shot glass. Honest to God. Gee, Tom's here. Give him one to whiskey. See what happens. No. It was, no, it was not pretty. You're a bad whiskey drunk, huh? Oh, God. Any, and tequila. I get psychotic on tequila. I mean, I literally go nuts. Yeah. What do you same. mean? Yeah, yeah. I was saying oh, same. Oh, so for you, I thought you was pointing the finger at me there. Same. Yeah. No, it's it's. I'm not. Uh, beer and wine was good for me. That First was, shot of tequila I hear in the background. Let's go, girl. <laughs> you hear that immediately, do you? And Did you I go to a go. concert, Brittany. Is that why you're all no. shy and I don't even know why we. 
we were she talking was just about here like last week. Yeah, she was here yeah. last week. We made some quote of that don't impress me much. Me and Rudy were joking about that, and now I'm like, God, she's got a lot of great songs. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. As, yeah, I thought you were gonna belt one out. No, I've been doing it all day. Not Best really. thing about being a woman. Oh, oh, yeah. They had a singing that at the Twins game on Monday night. What? Oh, oh. it's so good. Why'd you bring up the Twins again? Now I'm depressed as a son of a bitch. <laughs> That's why. Did she sing Whose Bed Has Your Boots Been Under? Yeah. Is that Shania Twain? That's another big. That was her, like, I think that was one of her first hits. Because uh, I was working country music at the time. Ooh. At 1210 KOKK, Dakota Country. Yeah. No, 10 a.m., baby. <laughs> oh, uh, and uh, yes, it is KOKK, as Thomas pointed out many times. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the cock. Why wouldn't and, you? Uh, why wouldn't you? Exactly. I, I actually didn't like, and I, I still don't. I'm not into Shania Twain because of that song. Oh, oh not yeah. here for that song. Yeah. And it was in heavy rotation when I was like starting out. And I, I got kind of that, that left a bad uh, impression in my head of Shania. And I just, the other, she's very, I mean, obviously very talented. But I couldn't get past that song. I feel like if you don't like that song, it's because you're a cheater. And I don't want to oh, think that about you. Well. But why sure. would you not like that song? I'm not smart enough to, yeah. I, ch- cheating is, it's the most, I'm like, dude, you, you are already in one relationship you can't manage. <laughs> Chris, mm-hmm. be honest. Whose boots have your bed? No! Yeah, <laughs> I, I screwed it up. See, the thing about Shania is that it brought up a good conversation that we had about the best 90s country videos. Mm-hmm. Now, I, don't know yeah. if you, I don't know if you ever saw any of these, Tom, but they were very, like, pandering towards the country oh, like, the, yeah. the country fan. But we figured out the three best are whose boots have your bed? Uh, whose boots have your... <laughs> whose bed? Whose bed? I haven't never even heard the song, and I know that. So th- there's oh. that song. There's Joe Diffie's Don't Take the Girl, and then the number oh. one song, if you have never seen it, it's Garth Brooks standing outside the fire when they're at the Special Olympics, and that kid falls oh, down, yeah. and his dad, I'm telling you, Tom, you will want to flip a Buick after you get Life done watching that video. You are so pumped up. Really so about what, why are you pumped up? Well, because it's about a kid who is running the Special Olympics, and he falls, mm-hmm. and he's on the track, and people come over to help him, and his dad runs up to him, and he's like, leave him alone. Get up. Get up, son. You can do it and the kid stands up and he finishes the race and i am telling you afterwards tom you will be so fired up to go live life and volunteer and just be a better person after you watch that video yeah but i heard your dad made a move out after that well yeah you're on your own <laughs> yeah you're, you're on, on your, your own, own. get out but you always have that was his first step toward independence was <laughs> yeah. getting up off that track there you go tell me that your heart rate doesn't skyrocket when you hit, blame it all on my roots and you go oh you get so excited. You've been drinking. Yep. I knew it. Booze hound. Yep. She's a booze hound. I mean, there's just... He did it right, man. Garth yeah. did it right. He like did. His I whole, agree. I cannot believe how everyone thought he was crazy at the time to, like, step out of it. When and But, man, he's come back, and, like, there was enough time that passed that people were feeling nostalgic about him. And, I, yeah, he... What a... Smart dude. I don't even like country music. Like, it's not in my rotation, but there are some country songs that you hear that first little chunk and you go, yep, I'm in. Fully in. You want to name, I'll name one for you right off the top. All right, let's see. Remember when. He sings those first two words and you're hooked. You're hooked. You're in. That, that, 
Oh, I almost dropped the F-bomb. That song <laughs> was phenomenal. It's so good. Because it was true, you know. He's actually telling the truth to his wife in that song. Oh, Did you know that? It's just a good song. Oh, God, it's a great song. Remember when? Uh, Shania Twain, hell of a talent. No question. Yeah. Don, uh, what the hell? The best country singer of all time. What the hell is Don... Uh, Oh, God, I can't remember his name, though. Well, it's really funny. So we'll go up north, and I didn't grow up with country at all. My husband, it was all he listened to all the time. And I will think he's lying to me about making up a song. Like, um, there's one about uh, uh, that put on that red dress, the one that we're talking about prostitution. Um, Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, we sing it all the time. You do? Yeah, because I didn't think it was real. He was talking about a Reba McIntyre song about... Oh, yeah. Yes! Come on, fancy! Yeah, yeah. What is it? It's about... She, it's a song about this woman who they didn't have much money, and she took all of her money and put, put it to buy this dress so her daughter could prostitute at a higher level and make them money. And that's what... And I go, well, Justin, God. you're making this up. That's not a real song. He goes, you haven't heard the song Fancy? Oh, it's Fancy. That's the name of the song? Yes. Fancy. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. And, I, like, I don't know how many times I go, that's not real. And he'll go, okay, g- grab Spotify right now. Oh, my God. Is it a good song? <laughs> Are the Watermelon Crawl? It was it. It's, yeah, it's okay. Sorry. It's okay. Oh, God. Forgot I, about that one. Do don't the just want do the Watermelon Crawl. crawl. Yeah. I thought that he made that up too i gotta get your take on this tom because we had a conversation the other day about doll and not a lot of people know this song but dolly parton is it andy's little dog or andy the one about the girl comes to the door with her little dog and she's freezing outside i don't know that one oh okay i'll have to find it for you guys and play it because dolly parton does a song and at the end you find out spoiler alert that the little girl and the dog are actual ghosts (laughs) what (laughs) oh god (laughs) the most wildest song i've ever heard in my life Oh my what? God! That's, yeah, that's the so lamest weird. thing I've ever. I swear heard. to you, when you hear it, you're just like, "How is this possible?" Yes, it's called oh like Andy's something or another. I can't remember. Oh, what that's it is, but funny. I'll find it. It's all true. Was it Don Williams? Is he the one that was such a yes, great? That singer? was the other one yes. I just looked up. Oh yes, Don my Williams. God, that man yep. can sing. Don Williams. Some bitch is he a great singer? Don Will, yes. Don Williams, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he he's terrific, and it's good. Me, my mother was a huge country western fan. She loved country music. You know, going all the way back and all the rest of it. But, all right, you got to get on the TV set, don't you there, Buster? Uh, yeah, very soon. And now I'm, now I'm like, thinking of, like, Ronnie Millsap and Conway Twitty and some of the, man, Conway Twitty, that, his look, his songs, like, the whole thing is just funny. Now, where'd he get his name? Where'd the name Conway Twitty come from? No idea. Twitty Twister? Yes, a Twitty Twister. That's exactly what it was. It was, I believe, Twitty, Arkansas. No, wait a minute. Uh, Conway, Arkansas, and Twitty, Texas. That's where he got his no name. No kidding. From two towns, one in our, I believe it was Arkansas and Texas. I know it was Twitty, Texas, but I think it was. I'm going to change my name to Mankato St. Cloud. Mankato St. Cloud. It's a great name. It's a great radio name. Say Mankato, what do you think? I don't think much. No, I was talking to City about you stealing oh, okay. their name. Oh, okay. But other than that. <laughs> all right, so everything else is good? Yeah, everything's good. Everything's Listen good. to little Don Williams today. I'll make you a lot of I'm happy. going to. Brilliant uh, singer. Brilliant uh, singer. I'll croon to you guys tomorrow. We'll croon back, brother. Thank you. Bye, Chris. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Egger, Channel 5 Eyewitness News. Very, very nice. You know what's so good about that is I, I literally did not like country music. 
But then my mother became a big fan, and she played it so much that I became a fan of some of it. Yeah, there's some nostalgic things that, yeah. you know, and my husband will pull out these songs, and again, I do not think they're real, but that Don't Take the Girls song, like things like that, you just go, that's just a good song. You know who I always did like, though, even before I liked country music, I always liked Jerry, Jerry uh, Lee Lewis. Oh, yeah. I loved him because he was just, you know, he's still alive. The uh, one guy mm-hmm. I wouldn't think would still be alive would be him. That boy rotted his gut out like 50 years ago yeah. by drinking so much. I know. How the hell is he still alive? Dennis Quaid said that was one of the hardest roles he ever played in oh, Great yeah. Balls of Fire because yep. he really wanted to encapsulate what <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis was all about, and that guy lived harder than anybody else. Oh, yeah. Um, nice guy. Mm-hmm. He's a very pleasant, pleasant guy. We got about 20 emails about this segment about... And people felt strongly about making sure you knew it was Don Williams, which Don we Williams, got to. Good, excellent. Bobby Gentry did Fancy First. I and, love Bobby Gentry. And then Dolly Parton did it. Me and Little Andy. Me and Little Andy, yep. Um, and uh, people feel passionate that you're wrong. It's actually very sad, not corny at all. Oh, well. But I have to follow. If the, if the end surprise no. is a ghost, I feel like I'd be with Rudy <laughs> going high roll. But I feel, you know what? Sometimes it's funny. A song that will you'll just hit you at the wrong or right moment, depending. Yeah. And all of a sudden you'll go, oh, you know what? I'm glad that ghost came back. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Jimmy, really? Jimmy Buffett wrote a song about a place that doesn't exist where he was wasting away. So you know what? We can have a song about two dead ghosts <laughs> coming to Dolly Parton's front door. The, you're coming for the parrot heads now. <laughs> yes. No, he got like 20, 20 margaritavilles. He's got a ton of them. I know that. A lot of them, yep. That boy made some money. Yeah. No I went on a parrot head cruise for my uncle Did once. you really? Yeah. It was just a like a Minnetonka Lake little cruise oh, okay. thing. It wasn't an actual cruise. But boy, was that a fun cruise. Yeah. We you know had who, some fun people on that thing. You know who a huge parrot head is? Who? Former Minnesota Gopher football coach Glenn Mason. Good for him. He loves being a parrot mm. head. I'll tell you what, parrot Love heads, it. they don't care about what time their drink shows up. They're just chilling. You're on parrot head time, and it's a chill environment. What's up? Thank you for bringing that woman's name up, because the rest of the day I'm going to have... And now Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. I love that song. So good. God, what a great song that is. Somebody wrote in, Anthony wrote in, Keith Whitley, who was so talented but drank himself to death at like 30 years old, another one. Yep. And then uh, Jerry Lewis died last year. Jerry Lee Lewis did? That's what he said. Jerry Lee Lewis is dead? I did not I know. Don't, he must have died in his I don't 90s, mean to fact check to anybody, but let me check. Oh, uh, we're gonna No, I understand. He yeah, tried. she was right. Um Jerry Lee Lewis is dead. October twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. Also he hasn't been dead for a year yet. Sorry, Jill. I don't mean to about nine months. Right. I didn't even know he was dead. How old was he when he died? Uh, gotta be in his nineties. Gotta be. And he had no stomach for like the last forty years because the booze rotted it out. That's pretty good living that long with no stomach. Mm-hmm. 87. <laughs> oh, he's only 87? Yeah. How the hell old was he when he broke? Like nine? Because he broke huge in the early 50s, right? Yeah. I, well, if that was early 50s, he was born 1935. So you do the math. He was a teenager, if, if it was yeah. 53, he would have been 18. Yeah. Yeah. And let's say maybe it was 55, 56. So yeah, I suppose he'd be in his early 20s. Mm-hmm. Something like that, but I always loved him. I, I, I was lucky enough to meet him a couple of times, but I didn't know he was dead, man. Now I'm sad. You know what I mean? I know. Well, Jill, we appreciate your work, but thanks for making us sad. I love the fact, too, that 
the comedian took the same name as he left out the Lee. He's just Jerry Lewis. Mm-hmm. You know what Jerry Lewis's real name is? Mm-hmm. You're going to have to look it up. Why you do that? It might lean a little Gelfand if you know what I'm saying. Uh, That's all I'm saying to blame you. Blame it all on his roots. What's Jerry Lewis's real name? Jerry Lewis. It might be Joe Leibowitz. I'm not sure. <laughs> why? If you're a comedian, why wouldn't you go with Joe Leibowitz? Jerry Lewis yeah. does, is a good name, though. Jerry Lewis is a good name. Lady. Can you do that? Lady. 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 They're saying his birth name was Jerry Lee Lewis. No, Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's that one thing I forgot. She never pays attention. I do. I oh, my God. That. I never you pay attention. never, ever pay attention. Oh, my God. You know, we were just talking about how I just accidentally you put are. in Lee on the You're the a Google. horrible human being. We were Joseph just talking about L- uh, Leibowitz. Is that, with, is that how you pronounce it with the V? Leibowitz? Levitch. Oh, is it Levitch? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I didn't know. It was, I thought it was Leibowitz. It's oh, Joseph Levitch. Levitch. You love it, at Levitch. Huh? What do we, you think of that? We got a clarification. Apparently, uh, the dog and Andy weren't ghosts in the Dolly Parton song. <laughs> <laughs> they, okay. how, this is breaking, well, breaking news because well. I was going to go home and listen to this. <laughs> However, uh, they definitely died in Dolly's extra bed that night. So, oh, yeah. my God. I told you guys, this song is ridiculous. Yes, I want you to go and listen to it for sure. Can you play a little bit of it? Uh, you know, I know they get a Was little... Was it a licensing problem? Probably. You know what? If, if you guys want to roll the dice, I'm okay with rolling the dice. Well, you, you have to play it a certain yes. amount for it to even qualify for a, a fee. Yeah. Let's see. Here, I'll uh, let bring this up. Hang on a second. Don't you have to play, like, a full minute of it for it to be go wrong? Well, why don't we go to spots and we'll figure it out, um, and we can play it after we come back. So let's get the person who doesn't pay attention to tell us when to go to spots. Oh, I'm... What? <laughs> you see All what I'm, I'm doing is... Triple multitasking and in these conversations. Triple multitask. She's not only multitasking. She's I'm writing our listeners back. I'm googling things when you say me to Google, and so if I actually threw in the word, what did we, I tell you? Do not write back f you to our listeners. Well, Stop some of doing. them deserve it, and they know what they did. <laughs> they, they know what they did. Now they know they you know made what? a mistake. Blame it all on my roots. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Didn't I say, wasn't the show supposed to end today at 8.52? I showed up in boots. We'll be right back right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. If you've been listening, you know I'm a fan of Nissan vehicles. I own an Altima. My son and daughter-in-law both own Nissans, and we bought them all at Walls and Nissan stores here in the Metro. They hang their hats in Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. So why is Walzer different than other Nissan stores? And why should you absolutely go there this month? Tell them I personally sent you to lease or buy your next vehicle. First, there's Walzer Care, a complimentary powertrain warranty that will keep you covered for miles to come for free at Walzer Nissan. This month, you can score 0% financing for up to 60 months on select Nissans, or you can lease the 2023 Nissan Pathfinder S for only $269 a month. You'll need to tell them you want the Tommy B deal, of course. That's understood. So, not just Nissan, but Walzer Nissan, Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. Don't forget to let them know the Tom Bernard family sent you and ask for the Tommy B deal. Go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Two sixty nine per month for twenty four months. Ten thousand miles per year. Fifty nine hundred. Do it signing. Vin PC two six one seven two five. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. 
When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new, inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Got a special guest coming up in about four or five minutes, something like that. We got, and this is going to be a problem, Rudy. We got uh, Brittany and Tevin working together on, on technology, so this studio might just explode. Yeah, I, I figured that already. We're savvy. And I'm got it covered. And I'm seeing that. On. I'm seeing, yeah, there we go. All right, there but I'm go. seeing there that. There you are. I'm seeing that we have her set, we have him set up on the wrong stream yard, but that's okay. All right, no, he's not in yet. He's not in. Are you sure? Mark? I'm positive. Okay. Are you sure? He's right. just got to put himself in stream yard. Okay. You know oh, what? You God. can blame no, it all on the roots. Oh, there we go. What See, I'm tech savvy. Okay, Look at you guys. Can, yeah. Can I get up? I apologize. Thank you. Yes. I get off on that. You guys want to hear a little bit of that Dolly Parton to be song? A button part. So what is it called again? It is called Me and Little Andy. Yeah, Me and okay. Little Andy. Yeah, it's about go. my son. Here you go. Late one cold and stormy night, I heard a dog barking. Then I thought I heard somebody at my door knocking. I wondered who could be outside. In such an awful storm And then I saw a little girl With a puppy in her arms oh, 
God. See? And they... How hokey is that? No. Yeah, but guess what, Tevin? Spoiler alert. The dog dies. Well, here, well, hang on a second, because I'll give you guys the, <laughs> give us the, ending. Give the ending of it. Both. Took them both to heaven, Tevin. Heaven and Tevin. Wow. Yep. In conclusion, never sleep in Dolly's guest bed. <laughs> yeah, that's very dark. Did she roll a... over on him? <laughs> no, she they just died in the middle well, of the night. Well, you don't just die. Right. Hypothermia. She smothered him. That's what it was. She probably should have, like, I don't know... Done the check their circulation, maybe get them yeah, a warm hold, bath. Yeah. Hold like a mirror up to their nose as they're sleeping to make sure they're still breathing. Yeah, you never she kill in the winter. You can't bury a you can't bury a dead body with no, frozen ground like that. Well, she, I mean, she doesn't have to hide their remains, Rudy. <laughs> she got a freezer. I can hear what you're thinking, by the way. What's that? Dolly Parton. She'd be having big old giant titties. She'd be having big old giant titties. <laughs> she do be. But is that really what you were thinking during this dead child? Well, did you see how quickly he reacted? Uh, no, I was thinking, what? why on earth would she make this song? Well, as sad is that she needed, like, there's no reason for having those kids dying. Yeah, don't have kids and puppies right. dying. It's how like that, that Christmas shoes song. Oh, oh very sad. God. Don't. Very sad. Tom used to tell this, and he, what is the saddest short story? Remember that one? Oh, yeah. What was that again? It was, it was really sad. Uh, use baby shoes never worn. It was like, oh. yeah. Or yeah, use sales uh, for shoes. Not use, it's just baby shoes for sale. Not use, Never yeah, worn. Never worn. That's what oh, it was. Oh, God, Jeez. get away from me. I remember being in my 20s, and he would say that on air, and I would be like, turn my mic off and put my head down <laughs> for the rest of the day. <laughs> was that like a real like ad that you had no, seen? No, it was, it was just a professional like, writer did oh, okay. it. Um, so I was going to say, they don't need to put that in the ad either. So when they, are you going to have kids? That's next question. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you Whatever. want kids. It was eventually, yeah. Hemingway wrote that. I guess oh, okay. it was like his yeah, shortest, Hemingway, yeah. saddest story. He was, what a talent. Yeah, what mm. a sad Then he took guy. himself deep. I don't think I'll shoot myself in the face with a shotgun. What do you think? No, no. Probably not. doesn't seem like a fun way to go out. Yeah, to I, think, avoid that. I think we should go strong and say I agreed. You should yeah. not do that. I'll say, yeah, I'll say if you have to be more alarmed, we'd have to cut the show if you were like, you know what, actually. Yeah, I would appreciate it if we even switched back to Dolly Parton's big boobs right, over this conversation. <laughs> I'd rather listen to the Christmas <laughs> shoes what, song. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to segue to... <laughs> Fabiana Udineo. How you doing, Fabiana? I'm doing great. Now, you don't want to listen to this, Fabiana. They're they're way off the deep end, you know what I mean? No, no, no. I listened for a bit. It was interesting. Oh, don't. Now you ruined my day, Fabiana. Now i got to be nice to them all day. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> uh, exciting new role as wife of Arnold Schwarzenegger in the new Netflix series FUBAR. Did you know what FUBAR meant before you took the role, Fabiana? Uh... Before I took, when I took the role, the, the, the show was uh, called UTAP, Untitled Arnold Schwarzenegger Project. Oh, which, okay. You know, of course, when I got the audition, I got this is going to be great because I know. Um, so then they changed the name for Fu, but no, I did not know. But they told me they told me pretty quickly. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so now you know what Fubar means. Yes. Yes. Um, I'll just yes, I'll do this. Do you guys know? I do know, yes. I absolutely do. Because my brother, who served in the Marine Corps, used to say it to me. Anything I did was foobar. That's all I'm saying. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, he used it regularly. That's cool. He did. I stopped beyond 
all repair or yes. Yeah. It all works. So tell me about FUBAR, uh, because did it surprise you to see that Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to do a uh, uh, series? Because I think it's great news for everybody that, that streaming shows are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Are they not, Fabiana? It's, yes, absolutely. It did surprise me. And uh, um, I'm thinking, how they, of course, it was exciting to be considered for a project like that. And I really wanted it. Uh, and um, it's eight episodes. It's great. And it's Arnold at his best, quintessential Arnold. You get the action, you get the comedy, and it's exquisitely written by Nick Santora. And you get this heart behind the show, like these wonderful family dynamics that are explored in many different ways. Um, Father-daughter, the, the, the relationship with, with, the, with the wife, the ex-wife, and the new man coming into the family uh, with me. I have a new boyfriend. So all of these things, plus the comedy, and um, it make, it, make it for a really wonderful show. The, uh, the, the audience uh, was, uh, response was great on Monday when we had the premiere. Right. So I can't wait to share it. I mean, I'm really excited. And, yeah, the streaming shows, the exciting thing is that it's going to be eight episodes dropping tomorrow, May 25th, on Netflix all over the world at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I have friends and family. I'm, I mean, I was born in Argentina. I have family in Argentina. Of course, I have family in Italy and here. And this is great. Um, this is really nice to be able to share it with everyone at the same time. Fabiana, I want you to do me a favor. The next scene you shoot with Arnold, uh, tell him yeah. you talk to me and... Um, I want you to tell him this. Arnold, would you get rid of that really weird accent and then just walk away from him? What do you think? <laughs> he, well, he's, he's, he says that um, he, he was doing, um, he should get his money back from all the uh, the speech accent reduction courses. Fabiana, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the best. Well, that's a great story. Yeah, I tried, Tom, already, but it didn't work. <laughs> I love it when you joke around and went, no, I already thought of that. <laughs> I think it's fair. So you grew up in Argentina, and you have relatives in Italy as well, you said. Uh, I was born in Argentina, and I grew up in Italy. So I left oh, Argentina okay. when I was six. Yes. Uh, my family went back to Italy. They're Italian. But I still have family in Argentina. But my upbringing was Italian. So, no. um, yeah. And yeah. I've been in the United States for a long time, back and forth. But so I don't, I'm a child of the world, a child, so to speak, Person of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Child, so to speak. That's very good, Fabiana. You ducked that one very, very quickly. I really. What part of Italy did you grow up in? Rome. Oh, right in Rome. Okay, excellent. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta be honest yeah. with you. I just, I love Italy. I think it's. I spent most of my time in Italy up north, around Lake Como. Uh, Lake Como. It just, what a beautiful country. It is an amazing country, and the more I lived in the United States, that when, when I go back, I appreciate it even more. It is. Uh, yep. So beautiful, the people, everything. Um, uh, too bad Arnold said that to me. Actually, too bad they're not running it very well. And I go, you're so right, Arnold. For years, I haven't been. They mismanaged the country a little bit. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah we were all doing it. <laughs> how to run it? Yeah, I think he said that's a beautiful country, but they don't know how to run it. <laughs> so maybe we need Arnold, a little bit of Arnold in Italy now to to run the country for a while if yeah. he wanted. Uh, you having 23, 24 political parties is a good thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, true. every I every that. time I go, or I have, because uh, I still vote, uh, can vote. There is some new name on the ballot that I don't, that I don't know. So I go, what is? Or they merge, or they change anyway. 
But uh, other than that, yes, um, I love Italy, yes. I'm no. going in July, I think so. Are you going in July? Mm-hmm. All right, maybe I'll fly over with my wife. We'll meet, we'll have dinner. i, I got to get back to Italy yes. anyway. I love Italy. You should, yes, beautiful. Love it, yes. We'll, There's nothing we'll better. So I want to know your take on on the show. I, I did first of all, uh, it's a it's a series, a new Netflix series called Fubar. How many episodes did you do, or are you going to do? We did eight, and they're all dropping together tomorrow. So they're oh, okay. dropping together. Yes, so you can binge. Um, that's what's exciting. They drop them all together, um, all over the world. So you can binge them if you want. <laughs> yeah. My favorite, so it's number seven. Um, so. You know what's so great about that? For us, Fabian, it's so great about that is this being a podcast and a morning show, this is heard all over the world as well. So that's so exciting that, you know, it's going to be released all over the world. They could listen to this interview all over the world now. Uh, the business has changed quite a bit, hasn't it, Fabiana? Yes. Our lives have changed quite a bit, but the business too. And, and yes, um, with uh, the streaming, with the... Uh, as for an actor, now it, everything is a self-tape. Yeah. Um, you don't rarely get to not meet people in person. It's you send in self, which is, you know, in, interesting. Uh, sometimes you feel like you're acting in a vacuum because I'm used to theater. I'm used to... But uh, there are some good aspects of it. You get to see what you did in the audition that for years yeah. I obsessed. On uh, how did I do? How did I sound? Wh- how did I say that line? I don't even remember because you're in the moment. Now I get to see it, so I don't have to worry about what I did because I know. But uh, so, so self tape, self love, self uh, I don't know, selfie. Everything is self. <laughs> self aware. No, no, you're so. absolutely right. You're 100 percent right. We're talking to Fabiana Ironio about her new show with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's called Fubar, a CIA operative on the verge of retirement discovers a family secret. Forced to go back into the field for just one last job, the series tackles universal family dynamics set against a global backdrop of spies, action. But there is a great bit of humor from what I understand. Is that right, Fabiana? Yes. Good. That, it's so much fun. There's not only Arnold, but Fortune Feimster, everyone. So the, the, Nick Santora, the creator, did a great job uh, with, with the comedy. And... and um, the audience loved it. I mean, um, on Monday, they, they, they saw one episode. It was great to see it. Because with comedy, you never know. I mean, it, uh, but, oh, my God, they loved it. Arnold, uh, it's exquisitely written for him. He's, he's quintessential, really. And, um, and then you get to see, the, you know, some colors that you don't usually get to see with him, which uh, is the vulnerable side of Arnold when he's dealing with, with my character his ex-wife that kind of moved on a little, and he wants her back, and and um, maybe maybe it's Fubar the relationship, but it was true love. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Fabiani, you got to come back and do more interviews. Uh, it's wonderful to talk uh-huh. to you. I look forward to seeing Fubar, Fabiana Udinio, and of course Arnold Schwarzenegger. Fabiana, please do come back. I love talking to you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Have a good Bye. 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 Why isn't everybody that pleasant? Yeah, she's yeah. great. And, like the fact that she has essentially lived all over the world. Like, I know. Yeah, that yeah. Is, I'm like I'm jealous of your life. Do you Can I go same? live in Italy? Do you guys ever spend any time in uh, in Italy? No, no, but <laughs> I have not summered in Italy. <laughs> I'm yes. not talking about summering in Italy. Like, wow, Rudy's been to Italy. I've been to an Olive Garden. See, see, it's all you it's need to know. And I'm pretty sure they're all closing down. If I were 
What? I heard correctly, yeah. Like really? All, they're closing a lot of Olive Gardens. I've I heard somebody talk about that. the other day. I don't. So, yeah, you better hurry up and get your breadsticks before they they end. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show, streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.